Voices that inspire the extended interview. I'm Kim Galbang, Countryman, and I'm the Executive Director of Independence Landing. So tell me about Independence Landing, and it's relatively recently opened, correct? Correct. We opened We opened to our first residence on October 16th. And what what is Independence Landing? It is our first, in, our, in this area, the first um, permanent supportive affordable housing for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. How's it going? It's wonderful. We have about 47, 48 residents living on site right now. About nine that are in the process of leasing up apartments, which means we have three or four apartments that are empty. We anticipate those will be full within the next month. So besides living there, are there other things that happen there for these residents? Yes. The idea is that there are all these adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities, and this is like the first generation that's going to outlive their parents. And where do they go? I mean, when, you know, when something happens to their parents, they have the ability to live independently. They just need a little bit of support. So that's what we have at Independence Landing. They have their, there's no supervision. They cut, they're grown adults. They come and go as they please. They just have, when they sign a lease, they sign a services agreement that says, this is what I need to be independent. It might be med checks every day. It may be, I need your help to teach me how to cook so I eat, so I remember to eat every day. Some need help socially. Some need all the above. So all those supports are there on site. We have a team with um, the group is Specialized Supports, Terry and Tara Bishop, and they're amazing. They have, they're on site with us. We have 24-hour staff and in case of emergencies, and right now it's going great. So do their rent cover all those expenses, or do you have additional funding that you pull from to make that work? So half of our residents have the Agency for Persons with Disabilities Medicaid waiver. So they have services already that are paid for by the state. And the other half of our residents are private pay. They pay our um, services team, specialized supports. They'll pay about $1,200 a month for their services. So you recently also took on Red Eye Coffee. So tell me how that's working. That's amazing. So and what happened was, you know, we had funding for a bakery. We got that from the legislature last year. And um, I'm like, well, you know, you can't have a bakery without coffee. So I went to talk to my friend Barbie, Barbie Morrow and like, hey, you know, maybe we could come up with something where we have coffee on site. And she told me she was selling and I said, okay, well, you got 30 minutes. So we sat down, we cranked out some numbers, and I called my board chair, and I said, I know I've only been the executive director for a few weeks now, but what do you think about letting me buy a coffee shop? <laughs> and luckily, I have an amazing board of directors. They are, they have the ability to see, you know, outside the box and see what this meant, you know, in the future. And they were all on board. I don't think there was a single – I mean, they they grilled me. They had questions, and they asked all the right questions, but they made sure that this happened. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. So how's that going so far? So far, so good. We rented the space next to um, Red Eye Coffee on Capitol Circle, which we are going to turn into a training center for adults with disabilities, all adults with disabilities, not just those living at Independence Landing. And – um I'm looking for grants to fund 
a roasting program and everything from bagging and labeling all the way up through roasting. We will have employment opportunities for everybody. Well, Red Eye Coffee's always had a unique mission to be much more community focused, but this sort of takes it into a whole new level. Yeah, and there are a lot of models out there that we, you know, look to. There's Biddy and Bose, um, and there's Three Two One Cafe, I think, in North Carolina or Virginia, somewhere up there. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of history of this working. Uh, it just the combination of that with the bakery. And the opportunity for residents to bake food and make sandwiches that will go on to be sold at Red Egg Coffee and being able to – I don't know of any of these other places that are training people with disabilities to be roasters, but we've already – we're already in the process of developing that curriculum to help them do that. So we're not going to stop at just serving and labeling. We're going to go all the way up to roasting. Kim, how did you find your path into this type of work? Because prior to this, you worked at um, the Lighthouse of the Big Bend, Lighthouse LBB. The, LBB. Mm-hmm. You worked there, which was they. That's a focus on people with blindness, right? Correct. So, how did you get into this work of really helping people who have, you know, disabilities and challenges? I dropped out of college. <laughs> I was a chemical engineering major, and then really was focused on sciences, didn't want to be an engineer, was like, well, maybe I, I want to help people. So I went and decided, okay, well, maybe an educate science education. That that might have been a good fit. And then I had to pay 10 credit hours for an internship, but I didn't have the money. I didn't have anybody supporting me through school. So I had to drop out for a semester to save up some money so I could do an internship and, you know, so I didn't have to work full time. And I ended up at a place called Respecta Florida. And that's our state's, it's the state use program. So the state of Florida um, purchases products and services produced by people with disabilities. I just happened into it and fell in love. Absolutely. And I never went back and finished that degree, went back and got a public administration degree and master's in public administration to go along with uh, the work I was doing. What made you fall in love with it? It was the people. When I got to visit my – I was just a temporary receptionist. And when I got to visit the first, like, Goodwill Industries and United Cerebral Palsy and got to – and one of the ARCs, you know, it wasn't ARC Jacksonville, but it was one of the other ones down south. And seeing what all these individuals with disabilities were doing and how amazing it was, that was not something that had ever been on my radar before. And it just was – I don't know. It just spoke to me. That was it. I didn't want to do anything else. Which is, you know, either some people would go running the opposite way because for some folks it's it's terrifying to navigate. It's like their own fears come up. But for you, it seems like you were able to embrace it and see just the the beauty of, of being able to help people find an independent way to live. Yeah, it was it was great. I didn't want to do anything else. And so I stayed with that organization for about seven years where I met um, – Lori Fahey, who together we helped start the Family Cafe, which is a statewide nonprofit for people with disabilities. And then eventually I moved on and was like, you know, I want to do more stuff locally because, I, you know, it was a great statewide organization, but I really wanted to do stuff here. And I did some jumping around, strategic jumping to learn more skills. I knew I had a lot to learn to be an executive director, and uh, it led me back. If someone were thinking, you know, of a career in this, what what would your advice be like to someone who's 
might be interested in, in a way to help people and, and maybe in a way they hadn't thought of? I'd say a volunteer. Volunteer at an organization like Independence Landing where you can get an experience working with us, but in different ways, you know, whether it's one-on-one with, you know, providing client services, whether it's in administration or fundraising, there's so many different ways to work for an organization like ours that I think people forget, you know, we are a business, you know, we're we're absolutely a business and there are all different ways you can work with us to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. So um, I would say volunteering is the best way to do that. What keeps you up at night? Worrying about my residents, making sure, you know, that I'm bringing in enough money to make sure that, you know, this experiment can't fail. You know, I know there's only a handful of organizations like ours across the country. We're only the sixth one in the state of Florida. And it needs to be a success. It's a great model And I would hate for anything to happen to damage the reputation of what we're trying to do. So to me, that's um, that's a lot of pressure to make sure that it's it's going to go well. It has to go well. There's no there's no alternative. On the flip side of that, like what keeps you inspired and fills you up with joy to keep going that other day and to take on the worry and know that it's going to be okay? The residents, they're amazing. So they come by my window while I'm working. <laughs> They'll wave at me while I'm working. But just hearing their stories every day, I mean, I get to – I'll be in there stressing about something and all of a sudden I'll hear singing because they decided it's time for karaoke in the building. And they'll start singing and, you know, going out there and seeing them apply to work at our bakery on site and what they can do. I mean, they get – They just, some of them get so frustrated because they've been underestimated their entire lives by people, and they're finally in a place where they're not underestimated. It's amazing how far that goes. So just interacting with them and seeing how far they've come just in the few months that they've been living there, it's amazing. We have one individual where people, their own family thought, you know, well, we're going to have to live there, you know, probably for the first month. I'm like, yeah, that's against the rules. You can't do that. Well, just don't even look. Just look the other way. And within a couple of weeks, he was like, go home. I'm here. I'm home. Go. And they did. They had no idea that it was going to happen that quickly, that he'd turn, he, was in, he was more independent than they thought he was, and he's doing great. That's probably such a moral that you see repeatedly with underestimating people's ability. And, then, and the family being so protective, you know, they they want to make sure their loved one is safe and okay, but they're probably in a lot of ways too protective. And so this independent living, they get to kind of spread their wings in a way they've never been able to. Yeah. I remember I was with, it was right after we, shortly after we opened, probably a month, I was, I had to go to work for something and my husband and I were like, let's go to Canopy Road Cafe right there in Southwood grab something to eat before I head over to the office. And we were sitting there, and it was on a Sunday where they had the market out there. And I started tearing up, and my husband's like, what's the matter? What's going on? I'm like, look out the window. A bunch of my residents were out there just walking around, buying things at the market, completely integrated into the Southwood community. And I'm like, look, it works. It's working. Look at them. They're here all on their own. This isn't an organized Independence Landing event. They came here on their own. And they're shopping, and they're having fun, and it was absolutely beautiful to see. So that just gets me thinking, like, for the family that has someone living with them 
who this probably feels terrifying to them. Mm-hmm. What what can you say to that family to say, you know, give something like Independence Landing a chance because it can really allow your loved one to have a much more integrated life? I ask them to talk to other parents sometimes when, I, you know, I really think, especially after we meet the individual and we do an assessment. You know, no one moves in without us doing an assessment. And we've had those conversations. And I'm like, you know, talk to these other parents. I'll hook them up with board members who have people who live there so they could talk to someone else who's gone through this process. Um, sometimes it's hard, but I tell them, like, you know, you'd be surprised. And just come and come and hang out. Come and see what the activities are going on during the day and see how the residents are interacting, how they're, you know, getting back and forth. They're fine. They're absolutely fine. So what's your dream? What's your hope going forward? I'd love to see between Red Eye Coffee and the Independence Landing Bakery, which is going to be called Good and Fresh Bakery, that those are so successful and employing so many people with disabilities that it becomes the model. This community with a bakery, with the coffee shop, that it is, you know, we can replicate it other places and becomes the norm. Well, you have said a lot of great things. Is there anything else you would want people to know? To stop by, get involved. There are lots of ways that people in the community, whether you're with a nonprofit or a business, that you can get involved with Independence Landing. We've asked folks to come out and do classes. If you have a skill, if you're just someone that likes to watch sci-fi movies and want to do that with someone you could have sci-fi movie night with you know with jill and you know that's all your you know once a month you're coming out and doing stuff we have a movie theater we have a gym we have an arts and music room with a grand piano i mean we have a lot of stuff on site and i think if people came and we have a one group that wants to start a dungeons and dragons club a group from railroad square that are going to be doing coming and doing like Um, meditation and sound circles, and it's open to the public, but they're going to let our residents go for free. So we have a great space. So come on out and visit us and see see what we're doing. Terrific. This is Kim Galbon Countryman, Executive Director of Independence Landing. Come see where Independence has landed and maybe grab a cup of coffee at Red Eye Coffee.